Peace, peace, peace. Welcome to the uh, Carter Podcast. I'm your host, Carter. Hope all is well with uh, each and every one of you. So a quick question before we get into today's topic. Uh, have you ever attempted to do something and or not do something because of belief, thought, and or fear? If you say yes to that, then this topic is for you. <laughs> So for today, what I'm going to talk about is overcoming self-doubt. I'm going to talk about overcoming self-doubt. And I wanted to talk about this because I think that this is something that affects everyone. You know, everybody can have their their own story about how they doubted themselves before they actually did something. And they can have a story of like how they overcame their doubt. And then they also can recount of what they've learned and also how they appreciative that they didn't necessarily let that particular doubt stop them from reaching their particular goal. All right. That's what we're going to talk about today. And I think self-doubt is something that is normal, right? It's a normal to feel a sense of uncertainty when facing a new task or role. So for example, if you know, you start a new job, um, it's kind of expected that you would have some type of uh, uncertainty because you know, you're, you to transition into adjusting to um, a new employer, the new the new way that they expect you to do that particular um, job at hand, and also new requirements and also new personalities as well. Right? Uh, being married, being married, this could also talk bring up some type of uh, self self doubt because now you have a new responsibility and a new role that you necessarily have, and then if you've had parents or You've known somebody who has been divorced and you've seen unhealthy relationships. All this can affect an individual's um, um, thoughts for a new a new role that they're facing. And it's normal. Again, because this new particular role of being a husband or being a wife, it brings upon new expectations, right? And so we can see that self-doubt is something that's kind of like to be expected. And even if you're like trying to Decide on if you go back to school and get another degree. You know, you, you might experience self self doubt on should I go back to school? Will I be able to do it? Uh, will um, I be able to pass? You know, all this I like to call it what ifs comes into play, and that's kind of what what self doubt is about. It's kind of like your mind is the, the great tape recorder, and you know one thing about the mind is you know you have good good uh, good memories and bad memories. But that's what happens when we try to do a new task. We're thinking about doing a new task is we have these, our, our, our memories come back into play, right? We start, start thinking about what we might have attempted to do it or we might have think about things that could go wrong. Or we might think about past failures, all right? So again, we're talking about self-doubt. So in fact, uh, sometimes self-doubt could be good in a way, right? So let's talk about how self-doubt can be good because it makes us aware and gives us an understanding of what we need to um, overcome, right? So we we start thinking about the things that could go wrong and the things that, you know, we might have to face if we venture out into this new role or to this new um, expectation, like what's going to be expected of us. So we can kind of prepare of how to um, accomplish and reach our goal and, and overcome each barrier, right? So, so we can see how self how self doubt can be um, can be helpful. But I think that uh, self doubt becomes problematic when we allow the self doubt to make us stuck and to not 
not act on our goals. So, um, you know, I experienced self-doubt when, like I said, when I tried to uh, perform a task and or um, an unfamiliar role. But self-doubt, it stems from our experience, like I said before, right? If raised in environments that didn't give us positive affirmations, um, but grew up being uh, criticized by our parents and receiving negative um, uh, negative uh, statements from our parents, all that affects an individual's self, self-worth. So like in previous podcasts, I always talk about how, you know, upbringing plays a factor in our our self-esteem and how we view ourselves and how we actually view the world, right? So we was always being criticized by our parents or they were super critical of us, uh, didn't give us that positive um, um, positive reinforcement or they didn't give us validation. You know, we, as people, you know, growing up in a type of environment, sometimes that doesn't affect how we see ourselves and could stop us from doing different things because, or accomplish different goals because we, see ourselves from the lens of the way our caregivers did or the way our, our parents did and that affects our, our self-esteem if persistent self-doubt can lead to anxiety, depression low self-esteem and emotional, emotional stability and what happens to an individual that continues to, to experience this particular self-doubt and you know they grew up in areas where they didn't get the validation and they parents was, always, was critical of them and always criticizing them, they'll start looking for validation from uh, other people and or, uh, or, unhelpful, or unhelpful ways uh, to get attention from people. Uh, so we kind of can see the importance of our upbringing and how it affects our, um, you know, our view of ourselves, right? And we can see how self-doubt is birthed. And that's what makes it so difficult to kind of overcome because, again, we have years of years of, <laughs> of practicing this, years and years of, you know, being told different things about ourselves when we were growing up and believing it. And, uh, you know, it can it affects us to the point where sometimes, like I said, it might make us apprehensive of doing new, new uh, ventures and or, God forbid, get us to the point where we just don't even trial become stuck with with um, trying new things out of new or new roles or new goals because again we have to fear or because of what we've been told or our low self-esteem that we don't even try different things to to better ourselves right all right um so self-doubt i mean self-doubt is key and like i said this whole validation you know one of the things that i've noticed is that i, I didn't necessarily do this but you know i always could look up to my mom and my mom would validate me and on my dad or you know, people, men within the church, you know, now let's not look at these politicians. I know some people, I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, I never looked at Barack Obama as like, um, I didn't feel any different because he was the president and he was black that I felt like I could accomplish anything in the world. No, <laughs> I felt like I could accomplish anything in the world because of what, you know, my mom taught me or what I told myself, right? So, you know, let's not look at these particular things from, from other people that we might see on the media. Because, uh, again, we don't necessarily know what they have done to reach that particular goal. Um, and I said they did anything bad. I'm not saying, um, you know, I'm trying to talk down to somebody that does that. But it's kind of being mindful that, you know, not trying to find out about this from somebody else, but trying to find it uh, from within. So that's kind of what I want to next talk about is how to overcome these uh, self-doubt, self-doubt. And the first thing to overcome self-doubt that I, that I picked is to be honest with yourself, right? 
to be honest with yourself, to, to, to be able to be honest, like, okay, look, these are my limitations. Uh, I know that I haven't had experience in this particular, uh, maybe it could be dating or let's say career or with um, going back to school. Just be honest with yourself, but look, I know that I haven't been, uh, I don't have the best experience in this. I know that I haven't seen anybody in healthy relationships um, I know that, uh, you know, I tried before with another, with a career and I failed, but what I'm going to do is then this next stop is positive self-talk. Okay. I don't have it, but I can reach out to somebody else who, who has the experience that I have, or I feel like I can do it. I just got to put the work in, you know, being, using that positive self-talk to help you overcome those uh, negative thoughts you might have in your head. Another one I like to talk about is being compassionate. You know, be kind to yourself. You know, this world is a tough world. And, you know, we're dealing with a lot, a lot of propaganda, uh, a lot of negative, you know, images of people that look like us that's being portrayed on TV. Um, you know, we just been through, uh, you know, a lot in life, you know, just a lot of ups and downs that occurs in life. You know, be, be, be kind to yourself. Be compassionate to yourself. You know, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, don't beat yourself up. You know, give yourself an opportunity to make mistakes and to grow. You know, mistakes doesn't necessarily define us. You know, we can redefine ourselves and mistakes is something that we can do to to um, to learn from. Um, so mistakes is part of the journey. So, okay, so first one is be honest with yourself. Um, second one is uh, use positive self-talk. The next one is be nice to yourself. And the fourth one is utilize uh, supportive friends. Find some friends who who have empathy, who who will love you, who will tell you the truth. So find friends that you can uh, confide in and talk to and be honest with and get that support that can help you uh, reach your goal, um, that can help you, that can give you that positive self-talk, who can give you that affirmation, who confirmed you and uh, who you are. So finding friends who will love you and who can support you uh, is key and vital in uh, overcoming self-talk. Another one is... Um, Number five, never compare yourself. Don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself to me. Don't compare yourself to your cousin. Don't compare yourself to people you see on TV. Again, because you don't know what people did on TV to get what they got. You know, don't compare that. Hey, look, man, I want a kid and I ain't got no kids. And now you all upset. No, don't compare your situation with other people's situation. You know, God has given you this life and he's given you um, the things that you have now. You know, being happy with what you have. So don't compare yourself to other people. And uh, last but not least, you know, use a, um, a um, like a journal to kind of identify and to to do a memorial of, to, or to, to, you know, to do a journal of um, different places of your past achievements. Because again, that helps you with uh, building that momentum to reach and identify new goals that you want to accomplish, right? And so self Self-doubt is, again, something that's psychological. And again, it's not something that just happens. It's something that we can build up over time and that we've learned and come to uh, uh, come to utilize based off of our experiences. So again, don't let your experiences define you. You can always redefine yourself. But again, it's some work that we have to do. Like I said before, be honest with yourself, number one. Be nice to yourself, number two. Positive self-talk, number three. Number four, utilize the support of friends. And number five, never compare yourself. All right. And number six, identifying your your past victories. All right. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Peace.